Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode number 40 of AYN2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And we have made it to the big 4 The big 4 And talking about a big 4 not necessarily a number big 4 but we have a big episode to, to coincide mm. with that big number. Yes. Uh, this is this is one that me and you have always talked about doing. Uh, it's going to be one that's going to be a little difficult to navigate. It's going to be right. hard. We talked about maybe splitting this episode into a couple parts, maybe maybe three or four we parts, three or four parts each an hour and a half long. I right. mean, there's just so much here that we just it's going to be tough to to pack everything into this 30 minutes. There have been well, this is episode 40. There yes. have been over 40 years, well over 40 years of people looking at this topic. Yes. Exactly. And there's still like there's just so much information. There are, there are numerous questions. There are numerous conspiracies. Uh, there's just there's so much going on within this topic, and we are very excited to get to it. Yes. But before we do that, uh, here at AY2K, if you guys are just tuning in, because we've, I think we're getting some new viewers, yep. what we do is we we take a topic or mm-hmm. a subject, yep. and we unpack that topic. Exactly. We get that thirty-five thousand point view from it. Yep. Uh, and and we try to we try to pick and, and poke at different parts of the topic things that we think are important and we try to cover that topic or subject to about ninety five percent and then at that point the audience is left to finish up that last five percent right now with this subject that w- that we have to discuss today I, I think we might be looking at a, a thing where we get to maybe forty two percent or maybe sixty three percent something like something along the lines of that. Clever, yeah, yeah. and something along the lines of that, and the audience is going to really have to finish this out. This is mm-hmm. a this is a conversation uh, that I think everyone's had at some point because there's just so many questions surrounding this this controversy. Yeah, man, it, I tell you what, I'm what, excited to talk about it. Uh, and here's here's the other thing. Here at AY2K, we often are very serious. There is not a lot of humor. Uh, not a lot of uh, joking around whenever it comes to this uh, podcast, and today is going to be much of the same. It's gonna it's gonna be a wild ride. You guys are gonna want to strap in mm. and keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times because yes. we are gonna be moving fast. Oh, so quickly! And there are gonna be loops, and there are gonna be corkscrews, and you guys need to hold on for dear life, and and keep your head down mm. because this is an episode that will come at you from a lot of different directions. Mm. Yes. I like it. And I'll go ahead and say it. It should be a mind-blowing episode. And I really do think that we have something here, uh, and it's just going to be jam-packed full of information, and we really just need to maybe dive right into it. I tell you I mean, what. It, unless you have something to say. How are you doing? You're doing I'm good? I'm doing good. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing well. Um, I tell you what, if we manage to pull this off, it, it'll be a really good long shot. Yes, it'll be. It's a it's a long shot. That's for sure. Uh, we we do we do have uh, a big. May take two. It might take a couple of shots uh, to to do this one, but we're gonna just keep at it. We're gonna keep our heads down and we're gonna just power through it. Definitely and, keep uh, your head down. If if anyone else any anyone in the room opposed to us starting the episode, I don't hear anything. So I believe because yep. we we have we have six or seven guests here. Right. We've had people emailing, hey, can we sit in on an episode? They want to take some notes while we're here. Right. Uh, so it's, you know we're happy to have you guys here. Uh, yep. And if you guys can just keep it down and keep it to a low volume, yep. that would be much appreciated because Definitely. we do have a lot to talk about today. And if you want to jump in at any time, feel free to not say anything at all because yeah. this is a podcast Dude, between me and DJ. Don't say anything. Keep yes. Quiet. Quiet, sit still, 
Don't make a sound. Without further ado, today's episode is about the John F. Kennedy assassination. At 12.05 p.m. is whenever the motorcade uh, started to move around in Dallas. Now, this was whenever Kennedy Kennedy was still shaking hands with people uh, right before he got into the motorcade, uh, and this delayed the delayed the parade, I guess, a couple minutes. The top was down in the presidential motorcade, and it has been said that John F. Kennedy himself requested that the top be down because it was a beautiful day in Dallas, Texas. Now, uh, around 12.29 p.m., uh, the president's limo turned onto Elm Street. That's whenever uh, it is believed that the first shot was fired and it missed the president. Mm-hmm. Uh, this fragment or bullet uh, apparently hit a, a, a person that was watching the, the motorcade, uh, someone that was standing to the side mm-hmm. uh, in the plaza. And then this is where the, the, the Zapruder films is something that is often, you, you see this, if, if you've ever watched it, it is, it is gruesome, gruesome and gnarly. If, oh, if, my if you have a weak stomach, I would not watch it. If you're young, uh, and I know that we might have a young audience. Do not go watch it. Just just wait until you're old enough to watch it. Yeah. But in the Zapruder films, uh, around this time, you can see that there's a man standing near a freeway sign, and he has an umbrella. Now, like I said just a second ago, it is a it is a beautiful day outside, uh, not a cloud in the sky, and this man is wearing all black, and he's got a umbrella, and he's holding it above his head. Right. Now, this gave rise to what what was considered the umbrella man conspiracy theory. We will get to that here in a little bit. At 12.30 p.m., the second shot was fired, and it caused Kennedy to go into a, what is called the thorn burns position. This is a like a response. It's a natural response whenever you uh, ha- are taking spinal damage. So the second shot uh, was believed to come from behind him. Mm-hmm. That that but all the shots, uh, if it goes if it goes as it's planned, yep. Lee Harvey Oswald uh, supposedly positioned in the Texas School Book Depository. Right. Uh, he was up in the building, yep. and he was. It was a. It, you know, allegedly he was the shooter. There was only one shooter. Allegedly. Now he he fired the first shot and he missed. The second shot went through uh, t- his back region, John F. Kennedy's back region. Of course, like we said, he went into a a position where he was just kind of in shock. Uh, the third shot was fired, and it hit the president in the back right side of the head, and it caused a portion of his head behind his right ear to just blow out. Now, this is a, a part, it's extremely gruesome. It's hard to watch whenever you whenever you watch the Zapruder films, uh, especially... It's a rough one. Especially the part where Jackie is is on the back of the yeah, limo but, and she's trying to gather what, what used to be part of John F. Kennedy. It's, it's very right. it's it, very sickening to watch. Um, the first time I saw it, I didn't even, like, it was kind of hard to notice. Yes. Um, but then, like you said, you see Jackie um, kind of trying to replace that yes, portion of exactly. his head that, that was blown off. We will try not to get too uh, gory gory here yeah. at AYN2K, but right. it is kind of tough with the, with this situation. Yeah. Uh, it is believed after this third shot was fired, um, someone allegedly saw uh, Lee Harvey Oswald getting a Coca-Cola from the soda machine in the book depository, and then he walked out of the building. So he apparently he did his job, he got a Coca-Cola, and then he nonchalantly just walked out. Uh, well, like, uh, um, uh, well, never mind. Okay, yeah, we'll just keep we'll keep it moving. At twelve thirty-five, you know, after all this that happened, around twelve thirty, the motorcade just took off. Now it is there's a lot of stuff we're gonna we're gonna go back and we're gonna kind of go through this. Right. Uh, but whenever the the second shot was fired, it seemed like the motorcade slowed down, 
and there is supposed to be there is there is a rule there's an actual secret service rule if whatever vehicle this the president is in and it goes under 45 miles per hour then everyone that's involved everyone that's supposed to be protecting the the uh president is supposed to basically go all hands on deck and surround him and protect him but the the motorcade goes under 45 miles per hour at this point uh and then a lot of conspiracies lead to this why did the motorcade slow down there's all kinds of things right uh, all, all kinds of questions surrounding that the third shot goes off uh you know things things are pretty bad and then the motorcade finally takes off at 12 right. it finally reaches the parkland memorial hospital and that's where john f kennedy is is taken uh to to try to treat these wounds uh, but as as and everyone knows, the, the wounds that he uh, suffered. had suffered from yeah. uh, were were pretty hard to come back. Right. Uh, it was around twelve forty five that Oswald was believed to get on a bus and uh, go home from Dallas. Uh, he right. was apparently on this bus for a while because there was a lot of traffic, and you can only imagine oh, why. Oh my gosh, the um, chaos! At twelve fifty seven, Father Oscar Huber arrived at the Parkland Hospital, um, and he he told someone to, to order a casket from somewhere nearby because he knew that it was going to be bad. And around this time, uh, Admiral Dr. George Berkeley officially pronounced Kennedy dead. So uh, the shootings happened at uh, 1230 and at 1257, the President of the the United States uh, on November 22nd, 1963, was pronounced dead. Now you you see those newspapers from from the from the days the day of the days after uh, John F. Kennedy assassinated the president is dead. It's hard to imagine those headlines in a common era, because that made John F. Kennedy the fourth president assassinated. Right. Um, it was it was Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, Andrew Garfield, James McKinley, and John F. Kennedy. Those are the four presidents that have been assassinated. Yep. Uh, he was the he was the last one to to be assassinated. But his but the thing with with John F. Kennedy's is it was in broad daylight. It was out in it was in the middle of the day. It was a beautiful day of that. Right. There's just all these weird things that go on, and that's just it's just so you don't, many unanswered questions. You don't imagine something like that to happen in broad daylight, uh, but of course it did. Oof. It was around 1:40 uh, whenever Oswald was 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 still on the run, and he ran into a theater. And there's all kinds of things. I don't know if you've ever heard about the the connections between Abraham Lincoln and, and John F. Kennedy, like the assassinations in their lives. Right. They, like, like the time in their lives and the Yeah, and like Kennedy was shot like the, the vehicle that Kennedy was shot in was a Lincoln and the vehicle uh there's something like Lincoln was there there's all kinds of connections it's, it's, there. It's kind of eerie. Like Lincoln's killer uh shot him in a theater and went to a warehouse, whereas Kennedy's killer Shot him in a out of a warehouse and then ran to a theater. There's all kinds of different connections there. Right. If you have a if you have a minute, go check it out. It's very yeah. interesting, and, and we could do a whole episode about that. Yeah, maybe probably. maybe we yeah, will. I'll definitely. write I'll write that down. But Oswald goes into a movie theater and the the police are closing in on in on him. Uh, they get in a in a, a fight. Uh, apparently, one of the officers got his finger stuck in front of the pistol's hammer. So Oswald pulls a pistol out, but the officer gets his finger stuck in the hammer, so the gun won't go all go off. And then they're able to kind of contain uh, Lee Harvey Oswald right. and get him into custody. Um, it was around two o'clock uh, whenever John, President or not President Johnson, but uh, Vice President Lyndon Johnson yep. was was uh, told that he was probably going to start to get sworn in. Uh, two o seven was whenever Kennedy's body left the hospital bound for Love Field, um, and then Oswald arrived at the robbery office in the third floor of City Hall. Uh, and people were asking him. There was all kinds of uh, news coverage. There were there were reporters there, and they were asking like, why he's not hiding his face. And Oswald said, "Why should I? I haven't done anything to be ashamed of." So that you know, that's something 
maybe he had pride in what he did, or maybe there, there's some theories that Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't even involved right, in didn't the murder. Actually do it. Yep. So that comes in comes into play, and we'll, we'll try to get back to that. I'm sorry that we're just trying to get through the timeline here for yeah, just a second. Yeah, know what's going At 2.38 p.m., Lyndon B. Johnson was sworn in as the 36th President of the United States on Air Force One. Uh, I, I remember reading that Jackie Kennedy... Uh, from the point, you know, of the assassination, all the way up to, I guess, them pronouncing him dead, she, and and putting him in the in the casket, all kinds of things. She was always with the body, yep. but in the picture of Lyndon B. Johnson being sworn in, Jackie is standing right next to him. Right. Um, I think this was done just to kind of give the American people, like, hey, you know, this is this is actually happening. Jackie uh, is here. Uh, it's just a whole thing. It's just it's it's odd to, to go through and look at pictures and stuff because, like we said, there's so many unanswered, unanswered questions. Mm -hmm. uh, but of course, Lyndon B. Johnson was second in command, and he was sworn in as president. It was around three o'clock that day whenever Oswald's first interrogation began. Uh, they they start to find some evidence of of the like the bullets, and and the things that that went into Kennedy and and, and bullets the bullet that had. Yeah, it was in the vehicle. The, the thing about the the motorcade mm -hmm. that that Kennedy was shot in. Right. There is really no evidence was gathered from it because as soon as they get Kennedy out of that motorcade, out of, out of the vehicle, uh, they they apparently just believe that it was best to clean it up as best as possible uh, so people didn't see it. They didn't want. I guess they didn't want a lot of pictures out of what happened. It was very gruesome of what happened in the, in the yeah. motorcade. But you would also have to believe that that would be very important in gathering evidence because yep. there, there would be bullet holes and then things of that nature. Because, I mean, there's apparently three shots fired. But, so to speak. but, but yep. some people believe it was even more than that, maybe five to seven shots. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, there's so much going on at the time, it was hard to, to determine. And one of, the, one of the greatest pieces of evidence would have been the motorcade, but they cleaned it up and it was spotless. And they even, it was like two weeks after that, they had repurposed it, they had uh, redone it, re redid the seats, all kinds of stuff. They made right. it They made it almost like bulletproof and indestructible, and it was already back out in the presidential services, like vehicles. Right. Like it was ready to use, but Lyndon B. Johnson refused to ride in it. Right. And I would, if I was president oh, then too, I would, I would I not even get close to it. it it's to just absolutely it. ridiculous that they would even do that. Um, it was around 5 o'clock uh, that... Air Force One arrived at the Air Force Base in uh, Maryland. There's a, also also a lot of questions surrounding uh, the casket that he was he was taken away in. Uh, there was it was supposed to, supposed to be a bronze casket that he was uh, put in Dallas and then transported from. But whenever he uh, eventually arrives in Washington D.C., he was uh, actually like in a in a body bag in a cheaper uh, casket. There, huh. There's a lot of questions yeah. there. And then that comes into play where there are two different bodies because a lot of people believe uh, the, the autopsy report that's nowhere to be found. The doctor's notes that he took, uh, the doctor burnt them. Um, you, I don't think doctors usually do that. No, that uh, I would say but, that that's usually. But there's a lot of things where like the evidence would have been a, very helpful in determining what actually happened that day. But there's just all kinds of weird, like just mishaps almost. Right. It seems like, but it, but it almost means like it seems like these accidents might have been on purpose. Yep. And I'm sure everyone that's trying to take in this information uh, might be scratching their head because I know I am at the oh, moment. Oh, there's a lot that goes on. Uh, around 610, or they, well, they found, they found the gun earlier, but uh, the, the rifle that Oswald allegedly used, uh, they, 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 they're starting to gather all this evidence, uh, and then they decide that Oswald was probably a good suspect. Um, there's all kinds of, of things going on. You can only imagine the chaos that was happening in, in America because I, I can't even imagine hearing that the president was shot. Now, you know, it's just it's just something that you don't want to think about, actually. Right. 
but you know, like I said, eventually uh, at around 2:56 a.m. Uh, the, the following day, Kennedy's body was brought into the White House, and that's where he laid until Monday, November the 25th, and he was laid to rest at Arlington National Cemetery. Uh, the Eternal Flame, if you've ever been to Arlington National Cemetery, it's John F. Kennedy's uh, burial site, and he's got the Eternal Flame above him. But just the Eternal Flame is just a, a nice thing to have, I guess, on, on your Right, on your well, site. yeah, it's something to show for. So going through that timeline, a lot happened. Uh, I'll go ahead and say that like the following day, uh, it was two days after, Oswald's been, been accused of, of murder, and he was being transported to another uh, prison or, or, or jail of, of some sort, and he was coming out through the through like a basement portion of the of the police office, right? And there were news cameras and all kinds of things uh, trying to interview him and get coverage of him being transported. And then Jack Ruby Jack shot Ruby. Oswald, and this was on live TV. Yep. So Jack Ruby shoots Lee Harvey Oswald, and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald's rushed to the exact same hospital, and he also passes away. And then Jack Ruby's put into prison, and then he mysteriously dies four years later while he's in prison. There's all kinds of question marks here, but let's go ahead and and wrap up what just happened in one word. I would say, shoe buddy. Shoe buddy is a very good way to to wrap that up. There's a lot to go on here. I'll go ahead and open it up by saying uh, that in a poll from 1966 to 2004, 80% of the American people... Uh, polled believed that there was some sort of plot or cover-up involved in the assassination 80%? of John F. Kennedy. Eighty percent. That is a lot. That well, is a whopping amount. Here's the thing: is like all the questions that people were asking, the only people that could answer those questions seemed to die yes. so soon following that. Everyone I mean, that was involved and everyone that could have helped. Right. Uh, and all the evidence. Yes. I mean, like you said, the doctor's notes were burnt. The autopsy is missing yes the initial also the initial interview that oswald was was put through by the police officers there's no report of that right now in that time every single interview whenever it came to a criminal record was kept there was a record that was kept of it but there was no record written record of oswald's interview uh no autopsy done by the hospital it was done by a it wasn't done by the hospital there was an autopsy done by it was like a military uh hospital right and they did the autopsy but Many believe that you know the same body that the that was at the hospital it was not the same was not body. the same body yeah. that they that was there whenever they did the autopsy because it was all cleaned up. Right. We we actually had this past year a lot more information, a lot more files were released under President Trump. Uh, he oversaw some more documents being released. There's just a lot of information that is still coming out. I mean, this happened in 1963, right? And people are still trying to figure out exactly what happened. One of the most important things is the the one gun. Uh, or the one gunman oh, approach. Yep. Uh, yep. It is believed that Lee Harvey Oswald acted on his own. Right. But, like we said, you know, there's there's supposedly there's three shots lot, fired. Yeah. There's just a, a lot of questions there because it doesn't seem like that that could be possible. It seems like there would have to be more than one shooter. Right. Uh, and then that then that comes into more conspiracy theories because you've got you've got the umbrella man that I mentioned earlier. Yep. Uh, right where President John F. Kennedy was shot, there's a man standing with a black umbrella. Yep. And, you know, no people don't know if maybe he was signaling to whoever else was supposed to be shooting or whoever was supposed to be ready to fire. Right. Maybe he was standing there and, and he was saying, okay, once he get, once the motorcade gets to this point, then you all are, are supposed to, to go on with your actions. Right. There's a lot of questions there. Uh, 
But the I mean, Zapruder films, the Zapruder films show are, a lot of are some of the best evidence that we have, yeah. and and it points out a lot of weird and eerie eerie things. Whenever right. you whenever you go to an event like that. It there's it always seems like there's there's some people in the crowd that aren't supposed to be there. There's right. some there's some events. There's some places that it just doesn't seem right. Right. It doesn't fit it in. All fit, yeah. Whenever you go through those Zapruder films, there's not one person that's dressed for a rainy day. There's no one that has another umbrella out. Except it's that, that it's guy. that one person, the yep. umbrella man. Now, allegedly, he came out uh, a couple years after because a, a New York Times writer uh, said, "Hey, uh, the umbrella man needs to come out." He he wrote a story about how he thought maybe there was. There was a, uh, a connection between him and the shooter. Uh, there was a book that was written that said that the umbrella was an actual uh, like firing Gun. weapon, yeah. uh, like that he could he could pull the trigger and the bullet would go would go out. Which you I guess you'd have to be a really good aim with an umbrella gun. Yeah, no kidding. But there's just a lot of questions. You've got the umbrella man. You've got the babushka woman. The babushka woman. Which, yeah, yeah. She's the one that's uh, just kind of she's got her head wrapped up, uh, a babushka like right. uh, thing going on. And she's just standing there. There's all kinds of weird around around that grassy knoll. Whenever they the grassy whenever they knoll. whenever they pull onto that, whenever you hear the John F. Kennedy assassination, grassy knoll is said. That's that should be a drinking game. For, yeah. You know what? For the rest of the episode, if you have a beer, I don't know why you would, especially yeah. if you're driving. You better not have one. No. But let's say yeah. if you do, if we say grassy knoll, you can go ahead and take a sip. Yep. I think that would be fair. But uh, that grassy knoll holds a lot of questions and a lot of secrets. Because a lot of people don't know, was there another shooter on the grassy knoll? Yeah. Uh, was it seems like there might have been. Yes, I mean. Well, because one of the, one of the pieces or one of the questions that happened there that that a lot of people ask are, well, if 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 Oswald, if Oswald was shooting from behind Kennedy, right? Why did and you can see this in the Zapruder films, uh, his head go goes back backwards and to the left. Right. There's. Yeah, so that's, that's a great question. It, Thank you for bringing that up. Very it's the back and to the mysterious. left. Uh, it's yeah. common sense that if you got shot from the back, then your head would go forward. Right. Uh, and then if you got shot from the front, your head would go backwards. Right. Now there's a there's a theory that your your head would go towards the entrance of the bullet, but just whenever you're looking at it with your eyes, it just doesn't look natural to think that that shot came from the back. There's also the magic bullet that allegedly. Uh, injured, you know, John F. Kennedy and uh, another person that was in the motorcade. His name was it was the governor. Of, right. It was John Colony. I yep. think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, he was he was injured. I think he was shot maybe in the arm or somewhere in in the in the body. Uh, but that first initial shot uh, injured John F. Kennedy. It shot it shot him in the in the spinal region. In right. The back. That's where he went into. That's the... whenever he went into the Thornburns position. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the back and to the left is a is a big debate. There's actually a Seinfeld episode. I don't know if you've seen that one where they're trying to figure out who spit well, yes. on, on Kramer. Yes. And they're saying, oh, you know, Kramer's head went back into the left. There's there's a, there's a lot of things that would also be another thing to add if if you say if you hear back into the left, yeah. then that would be another drink that you'd yeah. have to take, I think. But the grassy knoll has a lot of questions. Um, there, it is possible that there were multiple shooters. The thing here's the thing about Oswald. Oswald had a military background. Yep. He was always somebody, you know, you, you don't hear a lot about Oswald whenever you uh, look into this. You, you always just hear about that infamous day that happened. But Oswald uh, was always a guy that was, needed to be included in something. He was, he was in, he would, some believe he was a spy for the Soviet Union. Uh, but whenever he lived in America, uh, he was in the Marine Corps. All right. And here's, here's something that I found interesting. Uh, whenever you're in the Marine Corps, you go through a marksman test. And so, it, based on how well you shoot, right. uh, like a rifle, yep. the minimum marksman score that you 
you can get is 190, and Lee Harvey Oswald's was 191. So considering that he's supposed to shoot, he get, and he's supposed to shoot accurately right. at a moving vehicle, yep. and his marksman score was very low. Yep. It's hard to believe that he acted by himself or even acted at all. Well, it it also would be understandable as to why it would have taken him three shots. Yes, though. that's so, true. I believe, I mean, in my opinion, I believe that Oswald was involved. Yes. Um, now, I don't really have an opinion as to whether there were more that acted on shooting than Oswald, uh, because I have no idea. There's so many questions, because there, yeah. there could be a, a second shooter on the grassy knoll. Uh, some believe that the motorcade slowed down uh, to give the opportunity for the driver of the vehicle to turn around and shoot Kennedy. Like, there's all kinds of things. It is also believed that one of the Secret Service members that was in a vehicle in front of him, uh, he turned around to see, like after that first shot, he turned around to make sure that nothing was going wrong, and it is possible that he accidentally fired his weapon and it shot Kennedy. Really? So an yes. accident at that point? Because it was an AR-15, and you can see the AR-15 was the I don't know Rifle. weapon. It was the it was the weapon that they had in that in that motorcade in front of them. Right. Uh, and it would only be natural for him to. Uh, if he heard a gunshot, to turn around and try to try to see what was going on, and it is that is possible, and, and you know the trajectory of the bullet would work if it, it would, if he was shot from in front, it might have hit him. You know, there's right. a lot there's a lot of questions there. There's another theory that someone might have been in a, a little sewer drain on the street and uh, would have shot out and up from the, right. from the sewer, and then that would be an easy getaway. There's a lot of questions, and simply there's just not a lot of answers for them. Uh, we are just trying to present them though. Uh, we're you know we're we're discussing the the multiple shooters uh, yeah. conspiracy uh, and where would they where they would be. We right. just talked about it could be in the motorcade in front, could be on that grassy knoll, that that infamous right. grassy knoll yep. uh, in Dallas. Uh, could be up in a, another building. It could have been there was another building positioned, uh, I think, a little bit adjacent of the uh, Texas School Book Depository. Right. There could have been a shooter in that building. There's there's just so much going on, and there's a lot of questions as to why there wasn't better protection. Because I understand that, you know, John F. Kennedy might have said, like, you know, I'm John F. Kennedy, and I want the the motorcade to not have a top today. You know, stuff like that. He could have that's said... A good, that's a, that was a pretty good... Thank you. I appreciate it. Impersonation. Uh, but I, I'm assuming that's what he would have said, uh, and he would have had to say, you know, I'm John F. Kennedy, like, just so they didn't forget that he, he was the president of the United right. States. Yeah. Uh, he probably said that whatever, whenever he said anything, honestly. Yeah. But... Uh, he he wanted the top down. Uh, that's probably against protocol, but he's the president of the United States. I guess you do what he wants. Right. Um, but then the the Secret Service, why the motorcade slowed down? Uh, you know, there's there's just all kinds of questions. My well, here's the thing: is there's all kinds of questions of how it happened. My big question is why. Why? What, what was the, the motive? motive? And there's a lot of conspiracies on that one too. Well, a, a lot of people believe that it might have even been done by the CIA. Right. Or, or maybe the Secret Service was was involved, and and they were responsible for the actions that happened right. that day. There's a lot of theories that say that uh, John F. Kennedy was about to pull out of uh, the Vietnam War mm -hmm. and that all the, the corporations in America were kind of depending on, you know, the, the Vietnam War was, of course, a terrible war to get into. Right. But a lot of corporations in America were profiting from, you know, selling their equipment and selling things uh, for use in the Vietnam War and, right. and for use back in the home country. And they believed that, you know, that those profits wouldn't be coming in and they, and they might not profit from the whole th situation anymore. Right. So they decided, hey, you know what, if John F. Kennedy can't be there to pull out of the Vietnam War, then it won't stop. Right, uh, but the, the, yeah, like you said, there are multiple motives, and it's just hard to 
it's hard to describe why someone would do that, why there would be a motive for, for the assassination of the President of the United well, States. Well, there's also, there's also the conspiracy that the mob was involved, yes. um, which it also has something to do with uh, Jack Ruby being mm. a club owner. Right. Um, and, of course, Ruby was a, a club owner, and there's a, the thought that he killed Oswald because he was afraid that Oswald would talk. Because they they hired Oswald to kill uh, Kennedy, and but like, and like I hit on earlier, the suspicious death of Jack Ruby four years later in, yeah, prison. in some, prison. Some believe that the Secret Service or the CIA might have visited Jack Ruby in prison, and then they just would have you know ended him there, and that, right. that way that the story would end there. That right. the loose ends would would finally be tied up. Right. There's there's just a lot of stuff to cover here, and I it's just it's just hard it's hard to cover everything. Because I'm trying to figure out, you know, should we talk about this? Should we move on to this? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the motives is a really good point. Uh, the mob might have been involved in something. There's even a motive. There's like whenever it comes to conspiracy theories, there are some crazy ones. And there was a baseball player that uh, was always interested in Marilyn Monroe. Now, of course, John F. Yep, John F. Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe. Uh, a little. There's allegedly an, an affair there. Right. Uh, and I don't. You know, I'll go ahead and say it. Jackie Kennedy. Pretty She's good a looking. fine babe. Pretty good looking. Or was is she still around? Uh, I don't know. What? And, and I'll she, go ahead and uh, say I'm sorry just to inter- interrupt you, but Natalie Portman did a great job as Jackie Kennedy. I don't know if you saw the movie Jackie, but she did I a did phenomenal not. No, job. I'll have to look into that. But anyways, go on. Um, you... I didn't know. I didn't know if she was alive. Yeah, that's what. That's oh what yeah, you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just sure gonna probably finish alive, that thought yeah, up. Uh, but anyways. The, the baseball player was interested in Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, Marilyn Monroe, of course, uh, was was known to maybe maybe have had an affair with John F. Kennedy. Right. Uh, the baseball player might have been uh, jealous of John F. Kennedy mm-hmm. and would have somehow put together an assassination plot just to just right. to get it out of jealousy, I guess. Now that's one that one's pretty far fetched, but well, I don't there, know what is far fetched in this situation. There are a lot of rumors around that that are that can kind of tie into that. Like there's the rumor that Kennedy was. Uh, a big abuser of prescription pills. Yes. Well, it is. It is. I don't think that might be a. That might not be a rumor because it was known that he had you know severe back problems. Right. Uh, he he was taking all kinds of pain medications just to just to go through his everyday routine. Right. It took a lot. But, right. So, but I mean, you've got you've got the uh, abuse of possible drugs, mm-hmm. and then the affair with Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Is, I mean, whether it be the baseball player or not, it's uh, fairly. People are fairly confident that that happened. Yes. Um, so we'll just and all of that stuff going on makes you question the morals mm-hmm. of Kennedy, even though he is one of the most beloved presidents of I all do, time. I mean, he's one of the the most influential leaders of the 20th century, right. uh, if not like you said, all time. Uh, he is a beloved president. Uh, he he was responsible for a lot of good things. You know, right. he made he made some bad decisions, like maybe getting into the Vietnam War and keeping us there. Yeah. But the space race was was a big part of John F. Kennedy's uh, presidential campaign. He was part of the Cold War stuff. Part of the Cold too. War stuff. He so. he was a he was a very powerful man, yeah. and he was a very I, I think he was a great leader for that time in American right. history. Yeah. And it's and it's weird that the things that happen after he's assassinated. And it's weird to think what would have happened if he wasn't assassinated. Right. Uh, that that kind of leads you to uh, the the book that I read. Right. It's called Eleven Twenty Two Two Sixty Three yep. by Stephen King. Uh, they that made gives, a show. And and they made a show with yep. James Franco. Very good show. Very, very good, fantastic. But very good book on Hulu. If you haven't seen it, it throws in a little bit of uh, fiction storytelling, which is good yes. for some people. And then, but it also kind of throws out the a lot uh, of facts, a lot of facts, and a lot of the stuff that happened with the. But it, but it kind of it gives you the idea of what would have happened if John F. Kennedy wouldn't have been assassinated and I won't say anything farther than that. Right. But you kind of do see like post 1963 there's almost like a an 
a very huge difference in the American lifestyle because the '60s kind of bring in more of a hippie-ish uh, right. kind of tone to the to the to the '60s. But yeah, much more of a uh, like a people didn't want to go to war. I know Lyndon yeah. after after Kennedy was assassinated, Lyndon Johnson dove headfirst into the Vietnam War. Yes, and um, which caused a lot of problems with a lot of people right here on our home soil. Exactly so, right. Um, it's just, it's crazy to think about what could or would have been if he hadn't have been assassinated. Yes. Um, and it's also crazy to see how it was once he w- actually and, was And my goodness, if that grassy knoll could talk. That grassy knoll, dude. That grassy knoll holds a lot of secrets. It's seen a lot of things. A lot of stuff going on that, in the grassy you know, knoll. I don't know if we'll ever have uh, a question because this is something that we've talked about, mm-hmm. uh, like Bigfoot, yep. uh, like aliens. Right. It, we might not, we might just be better off. Not knowing what actually happened that's that day. Probably, yeah, maybe be careful what we ask for. But that's the, that's the beautiful thing about uh, these conspiracy theories. You're left. It's almost left to your imagination to kind of fill in the in the blanks here. Right. Uh, we are at our allotted thirty minute time slot. I tell you what. It is unbelievable that we've already reached this it, there's point. There's just so much information. We have probably reached about fifty. Fifty-nine percent. Ah, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, we we did as much as we could within this thirty minutes. It's very interesting. Go check it out. Watch some YouTube videos. Uh, if there's probably, so much, probably on not this. the Zapruder film. You know, you're probably better off not watching that. Right. If you got a weak stomach, stay away. Yeah, from that. stay away from that. Uh, but we were happy to get a little serious this week. Um, yeah. This is our fortieth episode, and we are happy to be oh, here. Big four zero. Uh, Ten more episodes to go after this one to get to fifty. Oh uh, yeah. But for now, we will end it on this episode. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And you guys take it easy. This has been all you need to know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter, or Facebook, or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered